you're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Monday, and in these episodes, you'll hear Sangram interview incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, man, let me take an inventory of myself. Probably somewhere in between spectacular and phenomenal. Oh, dude, that's good to hear. Spectacular and phenomenal is what we all need to hear. So, dude, you and I, just so everybody knows, and and Andy, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself, your intro, and get to know. But I just want to share a quick story as we jump into it. And what we're going to really talk about is being creative in marketing. Being very creative. I wrote a post yesterday around, like, this is the time. If you're waiting for permission, you don't need any more permission to be creative. You don't need any permission for, for going to the level. This is the time where you, get, you are supposed to do you. And if you do it, it's going to be phenomenal. And even if you fail, nobody's going to worry about that. So if, but if you don't do, if you don't do something interesting, exciting, you're going to be one of the numbers. So it's time to create history for a lot of people. And I think you guys at Snack Nation are doing that. I'm watching that. So I'm, I'm taking cues from that. But Andy and I were supposed to do a podcast on Flip My Funnel for, uh, literally the day or a week off when, you know, COVID yeah. hit. And it was on a Friday. And I think, and I'm so <laughs> glad that you, sh- you, 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 know, you, you said, hey, we, let's do it. And I was like, man, I, I, think, I think I just hit a wall. I need to take a day, a day off and see, assess and all that stuff. And we rescheduled it. But I'm so glad we did because you're back in here and you have done some phenomenal stuff. So Andy, why don't you share a little bit about who you are, what your organization does, and then we'll talk about some of the creative things you are doing that I think everybody should take cues from. Yeah. So Andy Mackinson, co-founder, CMO of Snack Nation, we essentially, back in the early days, were healthy snack delivery for offices. So we discovered the most delicious, newest emerging snacks on the market. Uh, had a, we, we have a proprietary taste testing process where we get uh, 100 to 200 snacks through the door a month. We taste test them, uh, score them on different uh, elements, and then the top snacks make our, our curations every month. And then we, we curate those boxes, ship them out to the businesses. Our mission is to nourish and inspire, inspire people to do the best work of their lives. Uh, and so we... I love we, that. Nourish. Yes. Go ahead. We, our mission is to nourish and inspire people to do the best work of their lives. So for us, snacks are, are the gateway. They're the gateway to performance. They're the, the gateway to doing a great job at work, being a good husband, being a good son, being a good brother. Snacks are nourishing. And, um, and, and we want people in the office to have a phenomenal experience with, uh, with their snacks. And, and so recently what has happened, as we all know, is, man, there's no one in the office. <laughs> so what? <laughs> now, what so, did walk me through the day, the week? Because your whole business, your entire business, is dependent on people being in the office to enjoy the, uh, be inspired and nourished, so that they can do the best work of their lives. It's all right. in the office. So when that happened, you, what? Talk about the emotions you went through, your organization went through, because your entire business is on. 
Yeah. Well, if you if you uh, hear our mission one more time, it, it's to nourish and inspire people to do the best work of their lives. There's nothing in there that says you have to be working in an office. office. Yeah. Um, so no, it's it's no. it's actually it's actually wherever you are. It's work work yeah. wherever you are. But yeah, when when the news went down um, that pe- people were um, you know staying at home and all that, we we were in a fortunate position that we also have a, a B2C business. So we have a consumer business where we ship boxes to homes already. So that that gave us a kind of an advantage uh, in this environment because essentially what we did is we, you know, we have a lot of inventory of great tasting emerging snacks. Instead of putting them in, you know, big 150 snack boxes that go to the office, we started carrying them in smaller boxes gave that box a name. It was called the work from home wellness box started with a 15, uh, 15 snack curation in there. We also have uh, our own private label coffee called palindrome. And so we it, it did two. So we initially launched the two SKUs, ones with 15 snacks, ones with 12 snacks and a, and a 12 ounce bag of coffee. Wow. And, and then just started talking to all of our office members. We have a few thousand offices across the country. And we have our, you know, our customer success team, we call them our member success team, and uh, just started getting on the phone and saying, hey, if you guys aren't going to be in the office, you know, what do you think about this product being shipped to your employees' homes? Mm. And, and, that, and that, it was, it was, that pivot was within like a day. We, we were able to start talking, talking about that. Well, uh, and then, for a second, let me just dive. How much of your business was consumer versus businesses? Before this, uh, business B two B was about ninety five percent, and consumer wow. was about five <laughs> percent. All right, so let's just take stock and inventory of this for everybody listening. Right, is you literally pivoted your business in a day, recognizing this is, and thank God that you had some business, some idea of how the consumer side works and stuff. But it wasn't like it was. It wasn't fifty fifty. It was ninety five five. Like yeah. That- well, and and to be clear, the the pivot. I mean, the the idea pivot was a day, right? It t- it took a little bit of time to you know get the get the sales reps uh, repositioned, get the organization kind of moving the other way. But in terms of the decision of like, okay, this is what we need to do. Um, that was you know that was within a day. And now over the last month, it's really been about we've you know we're growing a brand new business right now, um, yeah. and. And, and so one of the things, uh, a few of the things that we, we noticed that we needed to do was, well, holy shit, our, uh, our homepage is, the messaging is completely off. Everything is about employees in the office. Uh, and so we, we completely changed all of the messaging on the homepage to talk about our, our, remote, uh, our, our work from home wellness boxes, uh, working from home, like all of that sort of language changed. The opt-in path changed. You know, and, and and then we, um, of course, all of our paid media, right? All the ads and everything um, started bidding on remote work from home snacks and those kind of keywords. So uh, just pivoted the entire strategy. Wow. All right. Give him a thumbs up like, because I think that is the kind of story that we all need to hear is how do you pivot, change, and actually turn that into a real business and make action. So I think that's fantastic. And type in your questions. Um, if you have uh, around brand mindset marketing, because I think what you are doing, your organization is doing is something that most organizations are are not even thinking about. They're like just in a room saying, well, how do we save everything we got? How do we, uh, mm-hmm. how do we try not to lose it? But you're like, no, no, we're going to go and create a brand new market. We're not going to sit if you just take this and turn it. Walk through for me and for everybody kind of listening in this, in this process is, when you went from in that day of ideation and stuff, 
how is the other food industry responding to that compared to you? Because you are like most of the people I talk to are in the MarTech industry. They're software sellers. Uh, a lot of the people who are also there, they're in software SaaS. I think it's easier on the SaaS. It's probably really, really hard in a food industry. So how's the entire food industry doing? And how are you kind of stacking up in terms of creativity and creation of new things for that? Yeah, uh, it, it's a great question. It, uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's pretty much come to a standstill. I mean, any any office food services, it's the, you know, for uh, furloughed employees or people let go, everything is on pause. And so we're in the fortunate position where we were, we were a little bit more diversified coming in, meaning there's, there's a lot of food service companies that they're, they're, the only thing they do is they have route drivers, they bring food into the office, they stock the break room, and they're out, right? That, that entire business model right now, I mean, it's, gonna, it's going to come back, but right now it's on pause. Mm-hmm. For us, we have that business, which is on pause. But, uh, you know, now we also had we also had the consumer business where we could say, hey, we can ship boxes into the house. And so we're able to uh, continue on. One of the other interesting things that, that you know, uh, never waste a good crisis. I love that that quote right? Yeah. Is, is that without this crisis, we you know, we wouldn't have developed um, the, some of the technology that we're developing right now. We have a, we have an app where employers are able to sign up, say, Hey, I have, um, let's say I have a hundred employees. Okay, great. I'm going to sign up for a hundred work from home wellness boxes. Well, shoot, how do you handle all those employee addresses? I mean, that's, that's just a big pain in the butt. Well, what, what we developed was a very easy way for the office manager or whoever is handling that hundred box order to then have a, a, a unique link, send it out to their employees. And then the employees fill out their home address. Yeah. All, all within privacy standards as well. So that employees can basically opt in say, yeah, I'd love a box and then they fill it in. So it's a very seamless and, and easy way for a business with, you know, we're doing businesses with thousands of employees that are employing the same method. So we didn't have that before this, this, this whole thing went down and um, we, we were able to develop it. So it was an opportunity that we, we took advantage of. So yeah. really, really grateful to, to find new, new opportunities and new things in all this. What's interesting about this, and some of you have been being on LinkedIn Live, like, you know, I think Rob and Erica and others, you probably have heard this. It's starting to create patterns, at least in my mind. Yesterday, we had Brett Hagler, who is the CEO of News Story. If you don't know him, have to make an interest. Phenomenal guy. They're doing it really cool. Their, their whole charity is around building 3D homes, like communities out there in the world, 3D homes, right? So that their whole goal is to like, there should not be anybody without without a home. Home is a basic need for people. Yeah, I love it. Right? So, so, but imagine this, like they're building these communities and all of a sudden international borders closed, everything closed, they can't do it. So they're like, what do we do? So they pivoted, literally, like you're, you're talking about, like, and, and Brett yesterday said, the last 30 days has been the best entrepreneurial days since he started the company. Right. Like five years ago, the, he had that things. And then you kind of get to a point where you're kind of running things and you're fine. You're kind of incrementally getting better. But this is like you have to rethink. So what they did was within literally a less than a week time frame and they're launching something by April, 27, uh, April 17th or something. They literally launched within their app portal uh, uh, something called as Neighborhood where you could literally give money to people in your neighborhood for food and supplies and, and help them build because they already have the infrastructure to do that. So redefining that, uh, another example is like Park Mobile, 
uh, Jeff Perkins, who's the CMO of Park Mobile, he was on LinkedIn Live. What he shared, and if people haven't listened to that one, uh, check it out. Um, it, it, all the recordings are on Flip My Phone podcast too, so you can go back and, and re-listen to some of those. He said that they had over 2 million people who use their app on a regular basis, but nobody's parking. Right. Like right now, there's nobody parking. So their business, just like yours, had to rethink, like, what do we do? But they have two million people or so looking at their app and engaging with it. They're like, all right, we have everything set up to create donations. It's a one click, two click donation place. So they have they're generating hundreds of thousands of dollars for donating to causes for hospitals and and all these things around the neighborhoods. So you think about that, you think about more, uh, uh, my good friend Kyle Lacey from Lessonly. They created a, a, a literal, knowing that most people who are parents have kids at home, they need something to do. So they created this coloring book that you can print out and keep your kids busy. So I guess all of these are starting to create patterns for me. And hopefully people are taking notes of this is at this point, everybody might think that they need to stop selling and stop marketing and stop doing everything and be empathetic. I get that. But being empathetic doesn't mean you need to stop your business because that's, that is the wrong thing, wrong idea in it. And I think stories like yours, where you're empathetic enough to recognize that there's a new business that we can create that will help companies to retain their employees. They can help them to be inspired and nourished the way the whole vision that you already have. And let's still help them do the best work of your lives is a pattern that I'm seeing in me in great leaders. I don't know if that trans, you know, something for you together as well. Absolutely. Well, all those all those stories, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. There, there's a lot of innovation that is going to come out of this crisis. And, and on the other side of this, there's going to be some interesting stuff. One, one, one thing that I'm also realizing, I mean, we have, we have a bunch of marketers, right, on, uh, in this yeah. audience. Um, in this, like it, I hear it, Robert, I see, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are commenting on my hair gel, which you, it's I will looking, share my it's looking real nice this morning. Real nice. Apparently, like so. I mean, can't cut hair. So what do you do? I think one day it's going to just touch the ceiling or something like that. Because if this continues, I don't know what to do. So <laughs> I just love it because they they think that is cool again or something like that. So, yeah. Anyway, well, one of the things that I, that I've realized is for marketers, even for you know CEOs, C level leaders, now's the time. If you know if you're furloughing or if you're pausing some sort of your business, like now's the time to build. Don't waste this opportunity to. Um, to to build and and what I what I mean by that specifically for marketers is you know on the on the content front like for SEO we've done a, a whole bunch of a brand new set of keyword research uh, a lot of you know remote team building and remote this or work from home that those types of keywords we're realizing there's new opportunities um, that weren't there before and we are writing content all about. For our particular business, it's 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 about remote teams and you know and um, uh, work from home and stuff like that. But find out what you know. Do for other marketers, look into your industry and think about where's how's the intent changed now. What are people thinking about now that that was, that is different than what was before? Find some of those keyword opportunities, write content on that, and start building up your um, whether it's your blog content or you know lead magnets or whatnot. But get yeah. get after it build during this time. So this reminds me what you just said of two things. Um, I recently had Seth Godin and he said he doesn't have any original ideas. All he has, I'm like, what, Seth, you got to be kidding me. I got like five books from Seth Godin. Like, you, I mean, that, that sounds like a lot of original ideas. No, 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 no. I don't have original ideas. All I have are original combinations. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, there are no new ideas. No new ideas. Like I've never met anybody who has new ideas. And that was that was a little bit hard to come in and then realizing that, oh my goodness, he's so true, right? So right. So that's that Golden said that. And then I have I don't know if you know Jay Abraham. Jay you know Abraham well. he's, like, he's one of my yeah. mentors. Is he? All right. So he is yeah. the OG of marketing and, and the reality of so he's gonna be on LinkedIn Live in in May. And right. so he I think you made a point around look around and figure out. He is one of those marketers who actually have looked around what thousand different industries, right? And try to figure out what works for the other industry, how that can be applied to the existing industry. Because a lot of times you have no idea that other people are doing this thing. So for example, some people might, especially if they're in MarTech right now, events is the way you drove your business. And when events shut down, People had no idea what to do. Well, guess what? There are other industries that never ran events, really, and they still made a ton of business. So finding out what... And that's why I'm trying to talk to nonprofit, talk to somebody in the food industry like yourself and others, because I think there are ideas like that. And one of the ideas that came out of the last conversation was, instead of creating big events and big virtual summits, actually create 20 people, like limited set of people of similar industries or cross-functional, however you want to pull it together, but to make it smaller and VIP, and that actually has a better engagement, conversion, retention, serving, all those elements to it than actually trying to get a 1,000 people in, in, in your list or webinar. And that is a completely new idea that most people are not like, no, 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 we need 100 people, we need 1,000, but no, no, you need 10 people, you need 20 people that can actually be your evangelizers for your brand out there and can create engagement. I don't know if you are thinking and doing some some of those things as well. Well, I mean, Sangram, you, you roped me into a virtual roundtable tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right? tomorrow. So, imagine. There you yeah. go. It, it, it works right there. I mean, no, honestly, though, I, I, I haven't attended like big, big virtual events since this happened. The last month I've been heads down, but I'm not even blowing sunshine at you. But yeah. tomorrow I'm attending the Terminus virtual roundtable because it is smaller. It's a micro event and I and there's going to be other marketing leaders there. And I, I feel like I'm going to get some value from it and hopefully give some value. And that, that yeah, interested me. So, so there you go. It works. That is awesome, man. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. So, Robert, uh, thank you so much. Erica, you know, it's also awesome. Like I'm seeing similar folks jump in and have conversations and take ideas from it. What I want to know from all of you and hey, Nitesh as well is what are you doing? Because I want you to bring those ideas to life in your organization so we can actually talk about those because it's not only, it is for the 1%. This is a true 1% club right now. People, 99% of the people are not going to do anything. Like they just are not going to do anything. They're going to be playing a defense defense game. And I think the best time to, to go and figure out how do you change, pivot, make things happen is now. And I don't know how long and I don't want this to long forever. Like it, it needs to stop at some point where we all can't just be normal again. But man, this is this is the right stuff right there. All right. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things to, to wrap it up. And I want you to share a challenge with everybody as they get into this new idea of creativity and marketing. All right. So number one, I don't want anybody to miss that how clear you were about your vision statement. What your vision is, is to nourish and inspire people to do the best work of their lives. That's right. right. I got it ingrained in my head right now. You said it once and twice and it's in my head right now. So I don't know what everybody's mission and vision statement is. If you can articulate like that, that will help people to, to make it remembered 
then I, I like I think something to think about. And right now is a moment where you need to bring people together, not necessarily physically, but on a common mission and vision statement. So you are, you can recenter what you stand for. So thank you for making that subconscious, but a really important point uh, as you shared your own vision statement so clearly and, and refocused your organization to that. So that's one. Number two, you said, this is the time to build. I love that. I feel a lot of people are in the process of just deconstructing the same old playbooks, but actually each one of us right now has the power to create our own playbook, a newer playbook, a better playbook probably. You may never go back to the old playbooks because it actually could work something better. Your Amen. business, right? you took from 95, 5%, like you know, if only 5% was this, you may actually find so much success with this that you may actually never go back to this again ever to be dependent on one line of business ever again that it will knock you off like you never you, you might have new muscles in your body now in the movement that you're going to build because of this so i really love these two ideas so build something this is time to build something and get clear with your mission and vision statement because that is what's going to galvanize your team and your customers and your community so those are a few things anything that you want to share as a challenge for others as a challenge, yeah, I, I, I challenge you to think about your business differently. I challenge you to extrapolate what the new normal might be in a month or two when people start trickling back into work. I mean, it's not just going to be some big rush and it's like, oh, here we are back, you know, flip, flip a switch. We're back to normal. No, I, I believe it's going to be more of a slow, a slow slope up towards and we may not even get back to the exact normal that that we're all used to. There's there's going to be some sort of new normal. So I challenge you to think about what that means for your business and and get ahead of that because now's the time to build that solution before anyone else. And the people that build the solution first are going to with the first movers are going to uh, have the advantage. I love that. Like think a little bit ahead. Think thirty days ahead. Get out of the weeds and thirty days out of it and say what would the world look like. I love that. All right, folks. Thank you so much for joining in. I see some of the people are already on Snack Nation's website and checking it out. So hopefully, you guys will <laughs> oh, 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 check this out. All yeah, right, so this is this is uh, this is the colored box that my kid that that we got at home. My kids already colored it up, but this is what the work from home box looks like. You get a whole bunch of snacks inside. Go to snacknation.com. Check it out. That is awesome. There, man. There's my pitch. Don't be afraid <laughs> to pitch at the end. All right. Yeah, like go go for it because I think that's a, I think selling doesn't mean not being empathetic. Selling means that you're doing this with empathy in a big way. When what you do is exactly the kind of stuff company need to do is come up with ways that you can not only get your customers to like think about you like okay, well here's another Snack Nation email. No, no, no. Oh wow, Snack Nation can do that. That's fantastic. That's going to be good for like so you just change the narrative in your customer's mind around who you are. And that is something that everyone can needs to do right now. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be gone. You're literally going to vanish. So with that, dude, thank you so much, folks. Thank you so much for joining. Don't forget next Monday with Daniel Payne, and we're going to talk about future of work and productivity. So see you there. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.